0: Good afternoon everyone and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast. Uh, me, Greg O'Keefe, Tony Scott and Gav Buckland. No Phil Kirkbride this week. He's on a gondola in the Venice Canals as we speak with a extravagant cocktail and his girl on his arm and um, who'd blame him? What a, way, what a way to spend a Friday afternoon. We're stuck in here. Yeah. We're stuck here but loads going on as ever. Um, what isn't going on yet is the appointment of a new manager. We, we can only hope that interviews are ongoing, people are being sounded out and uh, a world-class candidate is, uh, is imminent. We'll start with that. Obviously, we're just looking at the odds at the moment. Frank De Boer still seems to be the favourite if, if the bookies have got it right. P- Pellegrini, uh, I know it leaves a lot of people cold, but equally got a world-class CV. He's up there at the moment, 7-2, Paddy Power. Unai Emery, Moyes, and Kuman's dropped right down the rankings. Uh, the piece that we put up on the Echo side yesterday, Suggesting kuman doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, I'd love that to be proven wrong, personally. Uh, I'm a Kuman man, but it doesn't look like at the moment he's interested in the role. We'll start with David Moyes, though, someone who very much is interested in the role. Split's opinion, the vast majority of opinion I've seen isn't split, I should say, really. It's, it's just thanks but no thanks, and variations on that get increasingly less polite. I'll nail Michaelers to the mast. That's the last thing I think Everton should do. You don't go back. Don't appoint David Moyes. I think it's a retrograde step, and it shows a goal for ambition. Um, but that's just me. So you're one of Moyes' in many ways biggest defenders, and I know you were always a fan of what he achieved while he was here. But would you want to see him walking back through the door as, as manager?
1: It's it's a tough one. I, I obviously I'd like to I'd like to see an, an Emery or a Cummin in charge. But I remember speaking to a lot of Evertonians last season. And every one of them were coming up to him after the match and saying, I'd rather have Moyes back than have Martinez, you know what I mean? And the next minute, you got rid of Martinez, and now you've got Moyes on the scene, and now these are want Moyes. So you can, you can see that side of the argument. Me personally, I love the job that he's done for Everton. It it just goes unnoticed for me the longer it goes on. You're thinking, how on earth did he bring that success? And I say success, was it basically a thing? budget I made Everton into a top-six team consistently he done a fantastic job when he was here, but I think Everton have moved on now. They're, they're a different animal to where they was when David Moyes took charge in 2002. So we're a different breed now and we can attract different managers. Frank DeBoer, Manuel Pellegrini, Unai Emery, Ronald Coomeran. There's the list, the calibre straight away. And that's only down to the owner, Farhad Mashiri because if he wasn't here, we'd be linked with the Eddie Ars of the Worlds and Sean's Ices. That's what we'd be linked with. So me personally... I thank David Moyes for what he's done at Everton. It was an unbelievable job, but we've moved on from that. Um, I think Everton should the right in target and these names that on the list.
2: Yeah, I agree with Tony. I mean, no, but I'm a massive fan of what Moyes achieved uh, in his was 11 years. Um, I think I think why people were saying that about Moyes it was like basically. He said we need somebody to sort out the defence, wasn't he? When it to Martin, I said we need more, he's back to sort out defence. but well, that's a long, you know, it's just a figure of speech, I suppose. Um, my view is I'm still surprised that he's interested, to be honest with you. Um, that you wouldn't think, why would he want to go back from his own career move? Because it's, it's, it's a backwards that has got nowhere else to go. Beam, you know, but and that's what it's going to come to is that he he's sort of swerved all the other options available to him. And, um, you know, and if Evan appears to be the preferred preferred option to him. I mean, you saw Howard the second time when Howard came back. You know, he, he was probably far, even in 90, he was far more capable man as what Moyes is. Uh, even in the three years he'd been away, you know, football has changed quite a bit then from 87 to 90. And even in the three years that Moyes has been away from Evan, the, 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 you know, the game has changed. Uh, the club has changed, you know, and will change even more next year once we've got, you know, more money. Yeah. Um, so, he's certainly not coming back to the same club as he as, as, he, as he as he left it in 2013. The only thing that would be interesting to, to see, for me, was what he's learnt in the three years That's in between at Manchester United at Sociedad in terms of, like, maybe playing a more expansive type of game than what he was used to playing at Everton. Uh, and, you know, if he did come... If it was Moise and he'd learn lessons he'd prepared to play more, you know, attractive football, that we could play good stuff. I think he, did, he gets you know, to save on that day. Yeah, I think everyone I think, just thinks yeah.
1: it was a big oof to Fellini, and that was it. Everton played some unbelievable football, especially
2: that, last I think, the last season.
1: season. It was, I remember the last game when we played West Ham, it was yeah. one-twos, Pienaar, Baines, yeah. and played some really attractive yeah,
2: football. Yeah, 2009-10, definitely. And after he bought Jalovic in January 2012, the last 18 yeah. months there. So, but... To play even a bit more expansive than that even. That would be an intriguing toss, But for me, while there's other options on there, um, I think we should be looking looking elsewhere. And I think more we should be looking elsewhere than than Evan.
1: Greg, if you're for Hard Moshiri, you've got the money, yeah. Who who would be your number one candidate out of that list? Who would you go for right now?
0: So if I'm Mishiri looking at it, Kuman would remain the, the candidate because he's proven in the Premier League. He's someone who's got an upward arc ahead of him. His reputation's good. I think it's important for me as well, or privately or personally rather, I'm not machine now, I'm Greg again, mm. significantly less wealthy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only just.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you've got to remember Kuman's track record hasn't been perfect, far from it. He's had his ups and downs, didn't happen for him in La Liga. Obviously did well in in, um, in Holland, but then again, you know, you look at that on the power of the SPL. Um, so I, I look more at what he's done. I'm sure he will probably look more at what he's done since he's been in the Premier League at Southampton. The model he's had to work under, the sort of slow-burning but impressive progress he's made, and guiding them to sixth last season was a terrific achievement. I think he can go up another level. Uh, the problem being, I think, his other level might be he hopes Arsenal. So that's probably what's throwing a spanner in the works. But from those candidates, that's probably the name that jumps out. However, it might also be Pellegrini. And I'll tell you for why. It doesn't do, doesn't really stir my blood or don't get me excited yeah. as, as a candidate. But his CV is actually better than Koeman's. Yeah, You know, you forget. I forgot he, he, he got 96 points at Real Madrid. Well, he didn't win the title. But, you know, he's, he's been at the top level of management of world football. You know, at City, you look at his record, and it could have been better. it Probably should have been better. better.
1: Two, two League Cups and Premier League. With the players he
0: had, it should have been better. You know, his Champions League record was wishy-washy to say to mm-hmm. the best. They were entertaining at times, City. They scored a lot of goals, but then you'd expect that. You know, squad with obviously the players they had or have in Silva, you know, Aguero. Defensively, what would worry me is is how
1: they leak goals. The thing with me with Pellegrini, you're looking at them this season. The clinged on to fourth place. All that money spent and he hung on there f- for fourth place. That was due to the fact that Man United lost against West Ham. Yeah, yeah. Man United hadn't lost against West Ham, Man City wouldn't be playing Champions League football this season. This is the season... He, the, the, yeah, he won one league when he was at Manchester City. That was through, basically, Liverpool giving it away. Apart from that, he's got two league cups
2: Yeah, they, to a CV. They, they
1: All that money spent and he's got two league... He's a manager yeah. that doesn't get the crowd going and we... As you said, Gab, a couple of weeks ago, when your employer managers, you tend to go from the opposite to oh, yeah, you've you yeah, yeah. He's another man who just sits there on the line and doesn't get nobody going. He's another shows.
2: Martinez for
1: me, yeah. just sitting there
2: on the lines. And, and, and also as well, you know, you want. <clears throat> I think we spoke about this last week, sometimes you want a manager who's on the up, talking to you, rather yeah. than sort of winding down. Yeah. Um, the thing about Pellegrini as well is like, is like he didn't buy well last year, did he? Defensively, you know, yeah, and is. I mean, there's another, there's another like little side plot to, to the appointment of the Everton manager tomorrow, and that's the result of the Champions League final tomorrow. Yeah. So we yes. don't know it's only yeah. because, the, <laughs> because the story is if Real Madrid get beat, then the, the chances are that Zidane, that we look about Zidane's role. Now, if he was to leave Real Madrid, you know, like. again, like I said this last week, there tends to be a domino effect in managers. That one manager leaves one role and that leaves that role open, and then so it's like you've caught my imagination. What and so you could see somebody moving to you know, somebody filling the real Madrid post, but that creates vacancies elsewhere. That one of the one of the fellas who's looking at the Evan job might might, might fill it's a bit like you know, Benitez was in Newcastle last you know, last week and this week, and and Mourinho even. Sometimes there's a domino effect, and vacancies take managers off the list that you want to, you know, want to appoint. Do you think
0: will get the bullet though, if they don't win?
2: Well, that's what the, that's that's what that's one of the stories. Um, so there's i I'm not saying he's going to come to heaven, but it it will just sort of might take one manager off the list that we're looking at to uh, to to employ. I mean, the other one which is disappointing for me is is Emery. If that like the stories, to that aim, you know that actually he's not going to be available, or sometimes you don't know whether that's a bit of... I sense a sense that of, that's
0: posturing on behalf yeah. of Emery's representatives to get him a better deal with Sevilla. I don't think yeah. there's much, any chance of him coming. See, yeah, the thing
1: is I mean. with that, I haven't seen one manager, out of the list, that was still here like 10 days, two weeks later, distance himself fully from the job. Not one of them have said, no, no interest in the Everton job. I'm fully committed with Sevilla. I'm fully committed with Southampton. Not one of them managers have said that after. They haven't come out and fully distanced himself from the Everton job. Not a no. It's all representatives and ESA and he said that. That's how it happens, isn't Mm -hmm. it? You'd say, if Koeman was serious about the Southampton job, I've got a project to do, or I'm here for the time being, I'm not going nowhere, Everton can do one, that's it.
0: Well, I disagree because he's in negotiations, uh, as we hear, over his new Southampton contract. So he's being cute about it. If he came out and just said, Everton can forget it, I'm staying at Southampton, he weakens his hand in those negotiations. That's why people yeah. being a little bit, it's but, all representatives and, and yeah. you know, information's getting leaked. That's why it's happening like I that. I can understand
1: that, but as part of the cumin one well, for me is that your your chance to say, you know, I'm saying is that there's a possibility of him getting the Arsenal job in a year's time after so, Wenger. So we're told. Yeah. So we're told. So it was just it's like Southampton finished fifth, fifth, sorry, sixth this season, yeah. three points off the Champions League spot. Is, is he going to be flavour of the month this time next season? He's going to have to improve Southampton again
2: to get that Arsenal job. Well, yeah, that's a fair point, isn't it? Because so, there's an assumption there, actually, they'll, they'll do the same again. But it could be like somebody like Owen Coyle, couldn't they? I'm not saying that you had like a great, one mm-hmm. great season at Bolton. He was talking of like, oh, you know, it was a future, yeah. you know, manager of a top club And Then the following year, you know, he, he was sacked. And like, so you are, you are, you know, sort of. But he's putting his eggs in one basket, perhaps, isn't he? And, you know, the landscape of the Premier League will be different next year than what it is to this year. Like, you know, big clubs have got new managers in. That might create uh, more pressure at the top of the table. So there's no guarantee that they will get a repeat of, of this year. I mean, it, I don't think it's going to be people running away with it, but I think it'll be a bit more difficult to finish six next season. So it'll be interesting to see see what happens. Um, Jeez, I, he may, he may, You know, The wise move will actually, well, it's it's on there, it's actually to take it, but it's viewed as a sideways move now, isn't it, Southampton to Everton? Bayern. Well, for a neutral, it is, yeah. if
1: you're looking at it, and you think, it, for a neutral, a fan, football fan, they're looking at Everton, they're going, they're not exactly a bottom, the bottom half team, they have been for the two successive seasons, Southampton have been, sixth, fifth, seventh, floating around there, so why on earth, was he moved from Southampton, to Everton? Yeah, in our eyes, yeah, Everton are a bigger club, but to the neutral fan, you'd stay with Southampton all day long. But, but.
2: There was that table yesterday. We were talking about this before before we started that table yesterday. Listed, I think, we're the 16th, 16th. biggest club in Europe in terms of what we're what we're worth. I think it's yeah. 450 million yeah. euros. And um, the seventh biggest in the Premier League. There's a lot of so-called big clubs who are actually below us, yeah. below us on that mm. list that you think are bigger than ever. And so if you look at it in that that in in terms of that, that that analysis, plus next year there'll be more money in the Premier League. Plus we've got you know a billionaire shareholder. Or what you will. Um you know, the potential is there to become bigger than sixteenth, isn't it?
1: One concern for me, Greg, and I know a number of Evertonians are concerned about, is the timescale of this managerial appointment. Now you've got obviously England you've got internationals coming up, you've got the European Championship starting soon. Everton must set themselves a target now to get Make sure someone's number one and make sure they're in before these euros start. Surely to God that's, a, that's in the case.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think in the past, if it was dragging on like this, you know, you'd know, begin to get concerned that it was classic Everton. If you like, you know, the heels are getting dragged. It's a case of trying to save money by getting someone in a bit later so they'd have to pay them less. Um, they're haggling over fees, wages. I genuinely don't think that's the case now under Mashiri. Um, we understand he's taking the lead in the recruitment of this manager even in the interviews Mishiri is the one who's leading the interviews um, with some involvement from Bill Kenwright as well so I don't think it's a case of anything's kind of being feet are being dragged I think the pace it's happening is the pace that Mishiri must feel it's right to be thorough and to speak to all the candidates he can and to that extent his hands might be tied by things like Koeman's negotiation with Southampton um, you know, a few of the candidates on the list, we might not even know some of them, but I presume the names that are out there are the ones that we're looking at. Um, there's a reason maybe why they can't just wrap it up with talks and appoint the manager tomorrow. So, that said, I agree with you that the longer it drags on, the less time the new man has to get his house in order, uh, get his scout system working, and start getting in the players that he wants. And we do need it, it's got to be a massive summer. We said, touched on it in recent weeks. You're going to see maybe a dozen new players coming in because there's going to be quite a few dropping off. I think we we said about nine.
1: Nine, yeah, yeah we're likely yeah. to go. Mm.
0: We'll come on to two of them uh, in a couple of minutes, but I think you're right. I think they can't afford to let drag on too long. The Euros we mentioned mm. in previous podcasts will put a premium on players' prices. Your new man needs to really be in before the
1: start of the Euros. Definitely. Yeah. Sorry, Gavin. he's going to have to try and meet these players somehow before it. I know it's going to be quite difficult but he's going to have to because he's not going to be seeing these players that he's in edit until yeah. way after the Euros well, he's going to have to be in and around
0: France and Belgium isn't he hopping in between yeah. camps and doing it that way
2: yeah we won't be the, the only club in that uh, you know where that's the case as well um, the danger as well in this is uh, there's the potential for saying you know we wanted X but you delivered wise the manager you know we wanted the certain level mm-hmm. manager but actually when you come through the um Gone through the process, he ends with somebody who's perhaps not at the level he wanted, mm. and that, that's the, the, the danger, isn't it? I mean, De bear is, is one person, isn't it? Who's, who's free, one of the favorites, the yeah. Who's, I think yeah. he's the favorite. Uh, now is that because it's favorite because he is free and there's no strings attached to him, or is that because there's a genuine interest? The, the
1: bookies will see that as yeah. because he's free and yeah. he wants the Everton job, that's the sole reason why he's a favorite, yeah. The what do you think of? I've looked, obviously, I've read up about him, and I've and I've heard people, um, journalists from Holland, speak about him. And um, from what I like to believe is that he, he was quite successful in Holland over a period of four years. And over the last two years, he's kind of tails off. Yeah. So you're thinking to yourself, and um, he didn't pull up any trees in Champions League or Europa League, and all your know, edges like his excuses where early doors though. You're in a bad draw, etc. I'm sorry, but you can't make excuses if you're playing Europe's elite. You've got to try and beat these teams. So, lots of philosophy. <sighs> I'm sick of that word. So, Yeah, you said before on.
2: about and that how seriously do, do you rank titles in Holland? Because there's only really three, there's three teams that come in. The Steve title, McLaren's won yeah. a title in Holland. Yeah, which, with 20. And I was <laughs> spoke, that was with 20 ends because yeah. there was no, we were like, sort of like, that's the equivalent of Leicester, but you know, yeah, winning the mean. title. There's only three teams. I mean, Kocher with PSV. Has won it the last last two, two years, years and, yeah. and they went to penalties with Atletico Madrid in uh, the mm. Champions League this season, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so he was looked on as maybe being a more capable coach. So it's it, it's it, it's awkward um, how you would judge the best record in Holland really, and I should say to in the wider European uh, competitions. But he is free, and um, you know because obviously Overmars, I think, has being at Ajax, yeah. hasn't he? And, you know, it's obviously been link in linking with, with the club as well. So there's, there's, a, um, mm. there's a whole management team there, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Mm. Another reason, Greg, why Everton need to wrap this managerial situation up is to stop certain players from opening their mouths while they're on international duty, isn't it? Which they've got a free reign at the moment because there's no Aussie there. No to stop them. Yeah. A yeah. certain one lukaku who's been quite vocal recently. What's your thoughts on that, Greg? I think...
0: Lukaku has degraded his reputation from, it was already on the way and I think, you know, the disappointing last couple of months that he had, uh, the missed penalties which were so costly. Um, it should have been a season whereby everyone was saying, what a player, what a goal scorer. I'll be gutted to see him go. But the more he opens his mouth, the more I think Blues are going good riddance and mm. let's get an absolute top fee for him. If it's 60 million plus, by the way, we'll be laughing all the way to the bank mm. and get rid. Because his attitude stinks. The one the quote that will have rankled with all blues, I'm sure, is this week when he was reported to have said, Out of respect I'll speak to Farhad Mashiri and obviously what annoying people, he's got he's got he's under contract. He's got three years remaining yeah. on his contract. Mm. And he's shooting his mouth. He's only twenty two, but he's saying stuff like, Out of respect I'll speak to Mashiri. No, you'll speak to Mashiri because you're a, we're very well paid employee of the football club, the highest, highest paid league player, league seventy-five league. grand a week. But you'll do us a favor and sit down with Machiri. Now, clearly, he's gone, his mind's made up. If he wants to go to Chelsea, I find it, it undermines everything he's always said, bleating about the Champions League. They're not even, you know, yeah. Uh, Chelsea's his club, though, isn't it? It's his boyhood club, he supported them. But why has he gone on? All oh, he's gone on, he's desperate to play and win titles, playing the Champions League. But,
1: I'm just playing Devin's advocate here by the way in his thoughts I've scored 20 goals this season and what not my team's finished bottom half yet again i bagged a half full the season before team finished bottom half again Chelsea are on the up they've got a new manager coming in they've got more chance of winning things so why not going back to me boy I, I can
0: see that but they're not in the Champions League and like I say all he's hammered on about is his dreams to 16 to play in the Champions surely
1: League. Surely he's going to have more chance of playing Champions League football with Chelsea than Everton. Well, yeah, did, probably. Well, well,
2: that's a, that's a, we don't a fair know. point. You don't know, do you? Mm. I mean, I, do, I don't like it. I don't like the whole thing of anybody going away and, you know, spouting off. Yeah. But at, well, uh, is, at any this time... Is this is why you know, need to get the manager's yeah. situation. I was thinking about this. He had the other day in of That's been quite uh, <laughs> vocal, which reminds me of, uh, in the 70s, uh, when Trevor Francis was at Birmingham, uh, he was a uh, similar thing. He was always saying, like, you know, everybody wants to buy him. I need to uh, leave Birmingham. And then his, his wife uh, came out in the press and said, My Trevor needs to leave, you know, need to leave uh, Birmingham. And uh, Alf Ramsey was the manager at the time uh, for the short time. Somebody said to Alf at the uh, press conference, uh, Listen, Alf, um, well, what do you think about uh, Trevor w- Francis' wife You know, coming out in the press <laughs> he should leave? And he turned around and said, Well, we've heard, heard from Trevor from his wife, we just need to hear from the family dog now, <laughs> you know. so I don't know whether whose family got a dog, but it might be useful to see what, uh, yeah. what they, he wants to say, because everybody else appears to have yeah. uh, had the word, and I just don't like it, and I don't, didn't like he was, he was in fair criticism of his teammates, wasn't it, and I think he said something about we didn't work yeah. as hard as what we should, and Lexley Rom, last ten games mate, I don't think you uh, looked the great... But to be fair to him no. Gavin, I'm
1: not sticking up for him by any stretch of the imagination, but he wasn't the only one that didn't try a leg them last ten games. But the whole team down tools for the manager. It wasn't just him. Yeah, he was playing terrible. But don't forget, if anyone was to if you're looking on the best two or three players of this season, he was one of them. Arguably he's done his job. I've banged twenty goals a season in here with the bottom half team.
2: But yeah, but the last but it is about the last ten games. I'd yeah. have a lot more sympathy with him if the last ten games everybody else was struggling or the down tools or whatever differences there yeah. of the manager. But he carries on playing his heart out. And ended up with the season, you know, with thirty or yeah. thirty-five goals, which he was eminently capable of doing. Half yeah. February, yeah. I'd have a lot more respect for, for him to come out and say, "Listen, it didn't work. You know, it's not working for me. It didn't work for me last season. I felt at the end of the season that I perhaps, you know, perhaps need to uh, go different ways." I'd have a lot more respect for him, but only just. Uh, and I don't, I just don't like the idea that players who are under contact talking in such, uh, such manner. I just don't know why
0: it's necessary. He, he's made up his mind. Clearly, he wants to leave. Why not say nothing in Belgium when he's asked about his future? So said, I don't want to comment on it. I'm currently contracted to Everton. Or not not even say that, just say no comment, which is quite illustrative in itself when someone says that. And then when a bid comes in, put in your transfer request. Mm. Say you want to leave. Fair enough and off you go why Why
1: compound I, not it not the I've only Belgian no. I remember Kevin Morales doing it when he it was at Olympiath yeah, it, it
0: and he's saying I, I know anymore.
1: but he was saying oh Arsenal and after have to it for me and Everton I like the sounds of Everton as well so you can't have it the other way round if you know where I'm coming from yeah, like Kevin yeah. Morales shouting his up mouth off that he wants know, to have see, Everton I just done Everton hasn't he? yeah he's done with
2: Everton he's done, at Everton, done, he he's done did well. team, the team the season before Fellaini did it Fellaini
1: did it John Stone threw a transfer request question
0: yeah but that's my point John Stone did it in a way Time wasn't great but he wasn't coming out to say be it giving interviews to national media at Wembley saying, oh, I want to play somewhere better than this, I want to win titles He didn't
1: say anything. Interesting he, you say that point. Transfer Is it because this is because he li- he's from this country and he knows how the media were and the fans were? Whereas in Rom he doesn't well, care Belgium's much. not
0: exactly a massive li- I mean Rom essentially grown up in England, hasn't he? Yeah. He came yeah. to Chelsea when he was sixteen. Yeah.
2: So she's well, he's well so, uh, aware of how, how it works in this country, and, and I'm not a not fan. He's not stupid, of, is he? I'm not a fan of his dad coming out and having his having his say. So, so will Roger, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's are we are we sort of like obliged to say that? Robbie we think Rom's going to leave in, in yeah. the summer? Yeah, you know, I think so him. I think him yeah. and be John So, Johnstone is that one too many, or are we prepared for both of them?
1: We we've got no alternative for me. Yeah. It's because of the situation we're in. If Everton was to finish. 6th or 5th last season, yeah. I think they'd be in a much stronger position to keep hold of these players and the new managers to come in and say, we've just finished 5th here, Listen, we're going places now, we've got the backing in the summer, we're going places, where isn't, because the manager's been sacked, we've finished the bottom half successive seasons, what can we offer these players?
2: Well, you Look, can offer, well, you offer them a new, new manager with increased investment from... Uh, and, and also, like, there's more money in the Premier League, so th- there, is, there is a lot to offer. I just think with Rom. is he just fancies, fancies moving? He has, but, but you don't want to
1: give them excuses. No, all footballs yeah, are yeah. the
2: same, they're all, after, they're all after the most money they can get. So, what you
1: don't want to give them is the excuse to, oh, I want to go and sound for them because X, Y, and Z. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, but- and it's because we've failed two seasons on the spin, they've got to the get out, they've got that excuse. Yeah. And I can, that's where John Stones is going to be playing for money. it's just, just my opinion. I think Marino is a massive fan of John Stones and I think there'd be a big coming. Guardiola is as well. So obviously there's going to be a tussle for him. And especially if he if he plays well in any of the European games in the summer, his transfer to just going to go straight up. As well as Roms, if he scores a couple of goals, he'd be at Chelsea. So I think the new manager, whoever it is that comes in, he's going to have basically a hundred million to spend straight away as part of the two the two deals between Stones and Rom, plus Moshiri's money's going to give him. But how do we find a centre-forward that's going to get us 20 goals? So I said and done, 60 million's great, oh, t- it's a great deal. Well, everyone said that about Stephen Naismith. Great deal, Stephen Naismith, 8 million. But we signed Oman, he asked for 13 and a half.
2: Yeah, yeah, so it's dead, what yeah. you spend the money on, yeah, it's going to be hard. And, and, and what's been <clears throat> shown in the past, I think the say spurs and even across the park, is sometimes if you sell big players with an enormous fee, it's very difficult then to, yeah. to, you know, people go out and buy four or five players and it never seems to work out. Does it? And you know, we're going to we? have to buy more players to replace players yeah. that
0: have gone anyway. So next season could, if you're being pessimistic, could be a case of so many new faces,
2: it's a transitional
0: period, I hope not though.
2: Yeah, it could be very much like Howard's first season in 81 where he brought the magnificent seven in. And there's only south. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's by Neville Southall. That'll be that big guy.
1: Talking about Neville Southall, yeah. do you,
0: we need a goalkeeper straight away. J- Joe Hart was linked in, yeah. in, in, uh, in the media of the weekend. I <laughs> can't
2: see that happening. Can I you? can't see it
0: happening myself. But.
2: No, but uh, it is perhaps you know, the management thing is actually distracting from the fact that, regardless of who the manager is, a massive summer for us isn't it mm. yeah it's huge you know forget seven or eight would you even say nine players coming in well it's the going it's the coming I, and going I believe
1: that
0: it? you could gather a dozen up to a dozen yeah. players coming in. Yeah, easy potentially so you, yeah
1: so you you've got Pinar Gibson's contacts up Howard's gone Howard's gone, Howard's gone. Osman Hibbert maybe o- Osman Hibbert and then you've got possibility of Stones and Lukaku Morales you know there's,
2: there's. I Think it's Jags's, whatever 10 uh, Jags say so. Uh, Gibbs, did you say Gibbs? Gibbs yeah, and
0: Oviedo, uh, has he got on new con- he uh, one? he's still under contract,
2: you know. So, there's uh, there's going to be a lot of comings and goings, a possibility there, really? of Kone the a new a manager coming on? in,
1: Kone and Nias. So, you, you're quite right, they could be. We're talking double figures of players going out and coming in, yeah. So, this is, I think, it, this is where surely to God now for how looking at this now and I'm going to have to do something. We've looked at the candidates and we're looking at the top of the list. And people have said to me, why is, why is David Moyes' name on that list? He shouldn't be anywhere near it. Well, I disagree with that because you've got a list there. And obviously, I'm, I'm guessing here, Cumin's top of it. Emily may be second, De Boer third, et cetera, et cetera. And then you're coming down. Maybe David Moyes may be 10th on that list. But you've still got to interview him on the basis of, you could be getting ticked off. Emery turns us down. Koeman turns us down. So you're going to have to work yourself down on that nah, list. Nah, and that's, that's the sole reason why you'll have to interview yeah, that's what people. I said
2: before, is the danger with that then, you end up with somebody who was nowhere near the top of the list in the first place in terms of managing supporters' expectations. You know, people are well, actually, you must have been seventh on the list of what we wanted. And that always sort of causes a negative, dare I say, negative vibe on it. I can hear it now.
0: We, it's been an exhaustive search, but there was
2: always one man. <laughs> 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 one man. Even yeah. if he was fifteenth on the list, what <laughs> yeah.
0: man we always wanted to get, yeah. and we've got our man. We, we didn't, know.
2: we didn't, we didn't interview anybody else. He yeah. was our man from the start. You Eddie, know. I'll take <laughs> him. Out. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that this manager as well. He's going to have to bring his
1: backroom staff and stay away. but the scouts, his goalkeeping coach, his coach, all these, you have
2: to come in straight away. Yeah. In of, uh, that that was an interesting thing because I was thinking about that on the way up. Is that if it is somebody like, say, De Beer, for example, we a strong Dutch contingent, and we've got is obviously from abroad. We've all, even in the modern era, we've always been a traditionally British club, haven't we? I mean, I think yeah. Martinez is like the first, the first, first foreign money. manager. But even he's got like British backroom staff mm. and, and we've had, you know, in the boardroom. Useless like, but... We've always had that you know traditional British feel to, to the club, even yeah. in like the Cosmopolitan yeah. Premier League. And, but you can see over the summer, one of the changes, if someone does come in from abroad with their own team, yeah. We have a director of, direct of football from abroad. We've yeah. got somebody who's run the club effectively from abroad. That that, that that sort of like the characteristic of the club will change yeah, somewhat yeah, totally to a, more, a more modern and
1: more European well, remember, feel. So, you remember when Walter Smith got the job? Yeah, and obviously, we'd next minute there was bagpipes on the pitch. You never had the stuff first game of the season it just translated onto the pitch, which was really... what I
0: think this might herald the start of it seems to be a trend in football generally and it's not a very Everton thing, but it might, it might mean that it's going to be an ongoing thing in Everton's future, is a period whereby you have managers for a much shorter length of time. I think David Moyes is 11 years. You're not going to see that in many clubs now. Mm. I think the new man might come in, he might do two or three seasons, might be successful or not, but I think the shelf lives of managers is grown shorter and shorter. The important thing for Everton is that they build an infrastructure behind the manager that doesn't always get dismantled whenever they lose a new man. Yeah. Almost like they bring in a structure that's there, yeah, bolted in, and the a head coach comes yeah. in. So if he I gets the a, bullet,
1: then the foundation can take place. Yeah. Yeah. Southampton is a model of doing it.
0: Probably numerous clubs on the continent. Off me, top of my head, Atletico Madrid. Yeah. You, might, you might have a director of football who stays in there. Maybe it's an older guy who's more settled, not as ambitious. No, not to say he's not ambitious. But maybe isn't looking always, you know, what is CV and the next job's going to be. Don't forget, there was a point when Martinez had yeah. the, in the back of his mind he was going to ma- ma- manage Barcelona <laughs> next. By yeah. the way, so the head coach can come and go if you like. Yeah. But does that structure? So you're not always going back to square one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's right. I mean, I think you know with the Marino's an example. I mean, he comes in and manages a club for three years. Well, that's what most managers yeah. do. Don't that's they do, do for three years? Then you know? freshen
0: things up. You look yeah. at Everton. <laughs> Phil Phil said it. Before Christmas, there's a feeling that
1: everything was going.
0: Yeah. It was it was on the turn, and stay it shouldn't out. have been that way, really. Because no. it was only three, um, you know, the third year into yeah. up, into a project. I, I don't like. We're interested in Jose but... Mourinho. He
1: only sounds a three year contract with Manchester United. That's he? right, yeah. So yeah. He, that's the benchmark straight away. He's probably got the kitty. You can spend as much money as you want. They just want Sophie straight away. And yeah. and also three-year as well,
2: the, you know, as you see at Man United, if you have a manager for a long period of the time. There's a real danger when they leave. There's a massive like continuity issue with yeah. the with the club, isn't it? Yeah. Which Arsenal may find with Wenger It's like you've used for a certain way for so long and then you've got to start afresh again. Yeah. Um and um, you know, we sort of escaped that a little bit with Moyes uh, perhaps. Um but no, I think I think you're right, right. But I do think the feel of, of Everton will, will in terms of of being a traditional British club will, will will change dramatically over yeah. the next twelve months and I also agree. perhaps see how we're viewed by the rest of the Premier League. Um, and I think that's a good thing to be honest with you. I think that's really good. Spot on.
0: I, I yeah, I mean, I think there's always been a degree, especially when it's from the London media, of being patronised when they talk about Everton and the way things work. Mm. The Everton way means something different to all of us, but basically, the people's club. And if you're from this city, or even if you're not, it's irrelevant really. If you've got Everton in your blood and you sports, Everton, you're an Evertonian. And the Everton way can mean a lot of good things but it can also mean things that now are feeling a little bit old-fashioned and a bit in the past. Yeah, it's great that we were the Mersey Millionaires and stuff like that and that, you know, there's a British core, there's a dignified way of doing things, but increasingly that doesn't keep pace with modern football. Yeah, Sometimes modern ruthless, football, Jack. it's ruthless, it's yeah. undignified, it's brash, it's it's wam bam, thank you, bam, yeah. things change quickly and if you don't change with that trend, I don't, I don't you mean gotta, you gotta, embrace you gotta, all the worst parts of it, but as Gav just said, it's not the end of the world that this... Concept of Everton and this this image of it
1: is hopefully evolving into it. think Manchester City fans care about that because obviously they've changed the well, way they are. I, I, it doesn't I, say when Manchester City win the league titles and win the FA Cups, etc., it doesn't say they bought it or they've done this, they've done that. No. Look at the way their club has changed so much in the last 10 years. Oh,
2: it's well, you know, unrecognisable. Well, Go the Etihad and, you know, the, the way the area around the Etihad, you know, you've got the, the reserve grounds across the yeah. way, you know. I'm not, I'm not saying well, they're going well, to do that. You wouldn't just, want that. For for me, it, it's more about the people running the club and the people in positions of power. We've always tended as always really been, by, by and large British or mm-hmm. even you know English, and and that that's going to that's going to change, and that just reflects wider society, doesn't it? Really, as football always does. So that 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 would be an interesting thing to say. See, and also does that mean we get like a slightly different type of player than what we're used to uh, playing for heaven Will there be a diff- different different uh, different way of, of of playing, different way of operating, uh, and? You know, the real danger for this and I just hope it doesn't happen is what happens to the, the academy which we, we spoke about and we've obviously got probably my source as long as I've been watching as good a crop of youngsters as what mm. I've seen collectively it, is, yeah, yeah, it Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we've always see, just had one yeah. coming out the U team yeah under 18 under 21 five level. or six days, there's, there's, there's a lot of good players there and it would be a shame if these changes means that that groundsworth that we put into place yeah. there you know sort of yeah. get set aside I'd like to hope
0: that that's where you've got you've still got people on the board at boardroom level Ken Wright John Woods people at the club who've put a lot of work Robert Elstone a lot of effort and money into making that academy competitive what they have done well in my opinion is they've realised that Everton couldn't compete financially so they have invested in the academy and they have you know they've appointed Peter Vick who come in from America yeah. you know They've heads on to the top people and the academy continues to be a success. Interesting you say about Mourinho coming in, three-year contract, win titles. He's almost guaranteed to win his football. But if you're a kid at United's academy, you're thinking, I'm not getting a look in here. No. I am not getting a look in. So it, I agree, it'd be a huge shame if Everton lost that. I don't think they can afford to lose it because if you look at what seeing Tom Davis and Kieran Dahl yeah. did for that crowd on the last day of the season, you give everyone a lift, Connolly, Pennington.
1: But if the good play is Greg... Then um, deal that yeah, through the team uh,
0: completely. But mm. I'm, I'm just sort of saying it's not necessarily the case. Iron Acho may be the exception at, at City a bit a bit this season, but I don't see yeah. any other parts of the team whereby they're. But don't forget, you're testing. not going to
1: see the best of their U team coming through till another two or three years, are you? Since they've set the benchmark with well, their facilities yeah. that they've got. Uh, absolutely. But,
0: all right, then United uh, and to a lesser extent Liverpool. But,
1: yeah, I totally sure. Liverpool's. Uh, if I was a Liverpool fan and I was looking at the academy and looking at what Everton are doing, I'd be pulling me out. Because they can target the same players as what Everton can. Surely they can offer them more than what Everton can. Yeah, Everton's academy compared to Liverpool's, it's on another level, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. When you're looking at players making the Premier League debuts, and they're not just playing one or two games. These the, the youngsters that Everton have come through, they're playing seasons upon season, for season. Yeah. The last one I can think of is Stephen Gerrard and Jamie Carragher. No. That's no good. That's a Liverpool Academy. They scouts
0: one second alone for that. There's Jordan Ross has got off the Rangers. Yeah. Can't look like Serge Sergei Carnos yeah. is going
2: to leave apparently. Yeah. You know. it, it depends on like where you're at the club though, isn't it? And sometimes like it, it, it goes goes back. If you if you're on if you want to get into the top four and that, that's your aim, then you can't afford to, to, to spend six months waiting for Academy players to come come to uh, fruition. So um, I sorry, so I, I, I think it sometimes comparing clubs different clubs into different positions at different times. I mean, there's a few players, younger players played for Liverpool last season, didn't they? Um So I just don't want that to, to sort of be be set aside in, in this brave, new, modern European world of, of Everton. But what Moshiri can
1: show, he can show, he can be ruthless, can't he, Greg? He'd done it with Roberto Martinez. He went in and he sat Roberto. The back staff went, that was it, it was done. Unsworth, Royal in charge for one game, and the next minute, we'll sort the new manager out in a couple of weeks' time. So we, eat the, the owner, obviously the major shareholder, he shows he can be ruthless when he wants to be. And that's what we need to be at the top. I'm afraid that's what you need to be, oh, don't that's you? That's
2: right, yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Uh- to- no, no, I, I agree totally. Um, but, you know, and, and that's why we've just got a bit of patience. And, and the thing was, it, it's the important thing is in, in this process is to get the right person at the end of the process. Yeah. It? That's it. If it doesn't take four weeks or six weeks or seven weeks so it's the right person.
0: Yeah. We'll just touch very briefly because we did discuss it last week. But you know, as ever with these things, the you know, it the, the continues to change and evolve. The stadium, such a new stadium. Um, Joe Anderson's, you know, keeping fans in the picture really by, you know, letting them know that since Boughton Park, there have been other options. Overwhelmingly, the North Docks option uh, seems to be the most popular with Echo Beaters, with Evertonians. It is with me. I can't see anyone who would say otherwise, really, lads.
1: You're saying because it's five minutes from your house? <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: not
1: soft, is he? Do his five support. minute walk. Yeah, he's not he's soft. probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. he yeah. the yeah. over the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it makes sense, doesn't it? A big, massive stadium on the on the dock, it just make financial sense. It'll just bring a lot of prestige to Everton Football Club, knowing that they've got the stadium in the heart of Liverpool, where everyone can see Do you know when the skyline will be there? It just it's it's perfect for me, as I said, for for any any foreign guy who's coming into into the city or any visitors coming in, they're gonna be seeing the first thing. They're not gonna be going to Anfield. They'll see Everton's big stadium on the docks there. That's only going to regenerate Everton football. I, for I, as far I, had, I'm I had somebody
0: coming back at me when I, I, I wrote a piece to that effect, really, saying, Well, I don't think so. Um, Middlesbrough and um, Sunderland have got yeah. dockside dock savings. It hasn't revolutionised their finances and put them on the world map. Uh, you can't really compare <laughs> the <laughs> Weir side, uh, sorry, yeah, the T side to the skyline. Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah. The skyline. Yeah. And, and, and also, also,
2: as well, they're, they're, they're one club towns, aren't they? We're yeah. the two club towns, so yeah. we need something to compete with. People across the road, don't you? Obviously. As well, that's why it's important. main stand's open
0: with all the pomp and circumstance yeah. in August. It's going to look the part. It already does. It dwarves Goodison on the skyline when you look out across Anfield.
2: Yeah. So that's what we're competing against, um, and we're also in a different place, you know, financially compared to, to Sunderland and, and Middlesbrough. Yeah, I saw that. And it was an interesting, interesting point. The one thing that that I think we should remember is, uh, I'd like to. Where Evans ground is at the moment. that if we did move, is what we're going. What's going to happen? Because you wouldn't want to see the community in and around the ground suffer because of Everton moving. Because that's a traditional round round yeah. that area, isn't it? A traditional blue stronghold that's been like since the 1880s all around. You know, and and there's people there who do rely on the club. Don't don't do on match days like income and stuff. And um, and you know, you would think within this that that hasn't been forgotten. You know, if, if we if we do if we do move, it's a good point. But
0: isn't it inevitable that at some point they are going to be left with a challenge to try and resurrect the pubs, the shops, the businesses? So County yeah. Road is County Road, and it will survive for me, irrelevance of, of Everton. On a match day, it'll take a massive hit. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm not saying that's Everton. I'm not saying that's Everton's issue to resolve. That's like that's for the Liverpool, our, C- that's, that's that's for for Liverpool City Council as, to as, sort you know, out. Not for, not for it's For Joe Anderson, um, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, you know that's that, that's part of because you know. They are part of the community football grounds and the and, and and what goes on in and around there. So I think that's that's an important thing that we should we should look at.
1: Finally, obviously we're gonna to touch the finally we're gonna to touch on the manager situation. We're gonna ask the guys who they want and who do you think they'll end up with? Gavin will start with you. <laughs> Everton manager situation. Hey. Who who do you want? One word answer, please. Kevin. Who do you think they'll end up with? Depe. Greg. You ought to go through him
0: for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Makes me look like I'm copying off Big Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I I think he's right. I th- I want Cooman and I think they'll probably end up with Debur. I
1: don't want to make this a full house here, but I'd like Cooman. I'd like Cooman. If we can't have Cooman, I'd love to see you um, know Emery in charge. If we can't have any of them too. I'd that are my two That I'd love to see. I, I,
2: I, I've excluded Emily because I don't think he, he's available. But I know, I know, I know what you're saying. But Kuman or Emily I'd, I'd extend that too. Definitely, I'm um,
1: likewise. But I think we'll end up with him, um, Tabor, FDB, only because he's the only one available. I think Everton are going to be in a situation now where <coughs> if the other, if the other managerial situations are all uh, not vacant, then they're going to have to proceed and go with Tabor, aren't they? Before the Euro starts
2: that's a good question or whether they just leave it till after the Euros you don't know do you? <laughs> oh. well, you don't know you don't yeah. know you don't know that might be might be the case he,
0: so. was a, he was a winner as a player we can only hope that he would be
2: a winner as a manager well he has been hasn't he you know in, in domestically so we'll, we'll see
0: definitely well thanks for listening enjoyed that um, we're going to try and keep it going John the Summer obviously there's going to be weeks when more will be happening than others um but as we've just said in the past sort of 45 minutes, I think it's going to be a busy one. So we'll keep trying to podcast every week. Appreciate you listening. And we'll uh, be back same, around the same time next week. Hopefully with a new manager, we'll see. Nice one.